Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. I'm Alpha. We can be as badass as we want. We now live in a nation where doctors destroy health, lawyers destroy justice, universities destroy knowledge, governments destroy freedom, the press destroys information, religion destroys morals, our banks destroy the economy, the inability to defend on all of these fronts, be it voter suppression. And you can go down the line. You can go down the line. Good evening. I'm Alpha. This is the Alpha Show. Now, the master of common sense, take no prisoners in politics and game making. The man from Chicago who's got their numbers. This is Advanced Urban Political Talk Radio with Alpha. Here's Alpha. Well, I hope that's it. They've been experiencing a problem with their system. Please call back later. Then someone says, to start your show now, press 1. I hope uh, I can get an audio check out there. Can I be heard? Can you hear me? Uh, someone in the chat room, please respond. All righty then. Nobody's responding. I see I'm on the board. I hope I'm on the air. So um, I've got all of my... Um... This is a, to me, pretty big deal. I've never seen this around any court that I've ever been involved with, where there's this much dark money and this much influence being used. Here's how the Washington Post summed it up. This is a conservative activist behind the scenes campaign to remake the nation's courts, and it's a $250 million dark money operation. $250 million is a lot of money to spend if you're not getting anything for it. So that raises the question, what are they getting for it? Well, I showed the slide earlier on the Affordable Care Act and on Obergefell, and on Roe versus Wade, that's where they lost. But with another judge, that could change. That's where the contest is. That's where the Republican Party platform tells us to look. Do men ever stop being stupid? Hello. Good evening. And hopefully I can be heard. Um... Can I get a sound check, please? Can you hear me? Okay. 
I'm in a high sense of festivity here. And I can only say, I hope I'm being heard. Okay. There's an acknowledgement there. What do you know? I can only say thank you. Thank you very much. Now, as I heard someone say, on with the show. Oh, my God. That's, uh, <laughs> that's about as deep in the woods as I want to get with that. So, now, let's start the show here right now. I um, I basically want to speak to you about um, the treason, and I'm going to call it just that, treason. This man is not looking for anything. He's looking to grift his supporters out of money, and somehow that message isn't being carried by every lazy-ass Democrat that seems to hold a seat, an elected seat as they say nothing. I say this man should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Now, he may quit on the 19th of January, and Mike Pence may give him a pass and give him a pardon, but that's not enough. He's threatening to return in 2024. Will he be able to beat Kamala Harris? Damn right. Because right now, any one of those thinking thugs, now think about it. If you don't prosecute Donald Trump for the crimes he's committed and the crimes that he is still committing, He, someone else, a smarter Donald Trump, will come in and use his powers a lot better than Donald Trump. What other choice does a Joe Biden have? And my man Overman called him the caring, the caring president. Because right now, the carnival of Rudy Giuliani and uh, company are simply literally sucking the air out of the media, thanks to the media's coverage of the horror show with Rudy Giuliani and hair dye dripping down each cheek and the 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 words what is he saying what is he asserting just the utter nonsense And how did someone put it? They can't say that in court because they'll get locked up. 
and they'll get locked up because they're lying. Everyone is saying that the election was fair and the votes were counted. And as a quarter of a million people have died, this man will not allow the sharing of information. And I, I'm not a lawyer here, and I don't play one on TV. But that appears to be negligent homicide to me. He's withholding information, purposely withholding information, so no one can help the American people. And that should be the narrative from every Democrat. Every Democrat should be in front of a microphone and a TV camera. Every one of the Democratic seat holders in the House, in the Senate, you demand the media cover the truth and not the lie and not the carnival show. The Kellyanne uh, McEnany. And all of those who would destroy our democracy. Beginning to look a lot like Hitler Everywhere you go Just look at that Trump and Pence Their fans threatening once again With violence and racist rants that grow They're beginning to sound a lot like Hitler Vandals every night And the Naziest sight you'll see is the swastika that will be on your own front door. I thought I would uh, play that for you because it basically signals exactly who he is. He's killed 250,000, a quarter of a million Americans. More of us died in every war. Coming up to after World War Two, the death toll will climb because he will not allow information to be shared. And I got I, I have to say this, and I have to say this, and I will repeat it over and over again: the Democratic Party has allowed this man to literally get away with murder. But then, too, they've allowed so many other of their followers and their predecessors to get away with murder. The article is 
Biden must keep his word and allow investigations of Trump to proceed. And normally I won't do this, but I'm going to do part of it now. The piece is by William Rivers Pitt of Truth Out, a brief history of Republican presidents committing and getting away with it. Crimes. Presidents Ronald Reagan and George H.W. Bush both got away with murder and fraud. Each had a hand in the Iran-Contra deal that illegally sold weapons to Iran in order to illegally fund a war in Central America. Reagan smiled and said, I don't recall, and got away with it. Bush Sr. just pardoned everybody with the glad assistance of then again A.G. William Barr and got away with it. There were no consequences for anyone except CIA Bill Casey, who died of a brain hemorrhage the day after he was named by a sworn congressional witness for being materially involved in providing arms to Nicaraguan rebels as part of a larger Iran-Contra scheme. Cue the spooky music, fine. But that was the most convenient death in the history of the Republican Party. Now, that was just Reagan and H.W. Bush with the treason whisperer, Bill Barr, getting H.W. Bush to pardon everybody. That's what he told H.W. Bush, just pardon everybody. And he did. And we moved on. Then enter W. Bush. W. Bush lied us into war, killing millions of Iraqis and thousands of American soldiers. And then Obama came in the office and said, we're going to look forward. We're not going to look backwards. And George Bush, George W. Bush, went on to painting pictures of dogs and pictures of bicycle riders, and he enjoys a quiet life. And he got away with it. Barack Obama, given hell, for eight years, for being un-American, for being uncivilized, not a citizen, for being obstructed for eight years. Eight years of filibusters, getting absolutely nothing done. And that was the payment from the Republican Party. Cue Donald Trump. He took 
every bit of presidential power. He took every bit of presidential, I'm getting in your way. I don't give a damn what you say. You're not going to, this will not be allowed. And this seems to be what happens when you get a Karen president. And I call it Karen because that's exactly what he is. He's a whining, diaperful baby who will whine and cry about anything he perceives to be unstoppable. And now he's been voted out and it's unstoppable. Now he's turning down the house. And I've got to tell you, we deserve it because we did not prosecute his predecessors. And if we don't prosecute Trump, someone will come along like a Tom Cotton who isn't a damn fool. Someone will come along like a Chris Christie, even though I think he's got a lot of baggage, he will still try to run. If Donald Trump and the Trump organization and the Trump family and all of those who enabled him are not prosecuted, they'll come along and with their messaging, with the money, the dark money, they too will put democracy at risk. Every Republican that has ever held office has put our democracy at risk. And um, it really gave me a kick to hear Mr. Oberman spell it out. Because and I'm not Trump. President Karen is now yelling at the manager, demanding to see the manager's manager. The good news, I think, is President Karen has continued to mismanage his post-election day whining and is getting his head handed to him in court. The bad news, I think, his next plan will be Trump in 24, and that is today getting traction, which I'll address in a moment. Yes, on Twitter, Trump is trying to foment the violent overthrow of what will shortly be the duly elected government of the United States of America and should be charged as such. And he is also still trying to overthrow the government by judicial coup. But his only court victory so far was to briefly delay counting in Philadelphia so that his kibitzers there could stand a little closer to the vote counters. He lost a bid to stop the count in Michigan, which shows how bad his lawyers really are, because they had already completed the count in Michigan. And when he sent Kellyanne Conway out on Fox this morning, a lot of analysts were fooled into thinking she and the lame duck president were being reasonable. Quoting her, they spent three years investigating the president, impeaching the president. We can't wait three hours, three days, three weeks to get a result. What is the rush? That is not backing away from either Trump coup attempt. It's softening people up for what they hope will be a month in court before a winner is declared. Still, the overall legal picture is this. 
Trump's tweet claiming the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania was laugh-out-loud funny, written in the kind of pseudo-legalese you get in one of those crown princes of Nigeria fishing spam. And speaking of laugh-out-loud funny, President Karen also sent Rudy Giuliani out in public to argue his case. And Giuliani actually screamed, do you think we're stupid? Do you think we're fools? Permitting all of us to pause and say, oh my, yes! We know you're stupid. We know you're fools. We're only wondering if you're wearing pants. Trump is fighting on too many legal fronts, with too many oafs like his own sons and Giuliani, and with too many bad results and too many vote count mountains. I think he's done. On the other hand, I think we're now back to Trump 2024. Permit me to remind you of the best-case scenario I have been predicting for months and first mentioned here in the second of these commentaries on October the 8th. It is that either by dint of an immediate and conclusive Biden victory, which obviously did not happen, or as a final middle finger extended to American democracy and decency, and because he has become addicted to the adoration, that Trump would finally utter a breathless sentence sounding something like this, I concede and I'm running for president in 2024. The rallies start next Friday. The following appeared over the bylines of Peter Baker and Maggie Haberman in the New York Times. I have not seen it reported previously. Quoting, for months, as his chances of being reelected dwindled, Mr. Trump told advisors, sometimes joking, sometimes not, that should he lose, he would promptly announce that he was running again in 2024. Two advisors said they anticipate he will make good on that declaration if his challenges fail and is defeated, a move that, if nothing else, would allow him to raise money to finance the rallies that sustain him. The rallies that sustain him. Very, very apt. Frankly, Trump's response to the rallies is the closest thing to typical human behavior that we have ever seen from this warped, semi-human individual. People like to be applauded. Nine out of ten of us are hams. Three years ago, to my surprise, I was asked to dance with Michael Moore live on stage during his Broadway show. As I waited to go on, I seriously thought about turning and fleeing. But after the experience, they asked me to come back to the show and dance once again. The volume of the endorphins of egotism released was so great that I not only said yes, but I brought a special glittering smoking jacket with me to wear while dancing with Michael Moore. Before his victory in 2016, Trump had openly mused about continuing the rallies, win or lose. Now, of course, they would serve an additional and darker function. Whether his assumption that he could win the nomination in 2024 is realistic or yet another delusion, either way, the rallies would permit Trump to continue to live in the only world in which he can now function, this alternate universe he and his sycophants and his cultists have created. But he's not the only one living in that world. Why have 69 million Americans voted for him? Why, in the middle of a pandemic that claimed 1,616 lives yesterday and added 108,000 new infections. Why did exit polls show that two out of every five Americans claim they are better off now than they were in 2016? Because they now have a collective hallucination to share. Nobody asked by a pollster, are you better off than you were four years ago, has to show a bank statement or a note from a psychiatrist to prove it. 
if you need to convince yourself that COVID-19 is not really a threat to you and your loved ones and that your go-nowhere job will someday make you a billionaire, what greater blessing could you receive than a leader who tells you you are right and everybody else is wrong and, in fact, it's all a political conspiracy against you? And now, mix in what a defeated Trump's message would be for the next four years. Biden is lying about you needing to wear a mask. Biden is lying about your business needing to close for a while. Biden is lying about the vaccine not being ready. Biden is actually a Chinese spy from Ukraine. Biden is the man who cost us our glory. Biden is the man who illegally removed me, your president. Trump might enjoy the role of paranoid fake martyr far more than he has enjoyed the role of paranoid real president. Those crowds reeking of seething animalistic hatred, conspiracy theories, and cheap liquor will enjoy their share of martyrdom just as much as they enjoyed their share of the Trump presidency of cruelty and malice. He will still be their president. They can still wave their flags. They won't have to recede from reality that much more than they are doing right now. Nor will he. The figure of the charismatic political extremist in exile is a common enough one in other countries. Four of the previous six presidents of Brazil were either impeached or arrested or both, and three of them still maintained their own strong political base even while they were in prison. It has rarely happened here, but then again, 43 of the preceding 44 presidents appeared to have been sane. The 44th was Nixon, and not 10 years out of office, he was being rehabilitated as an elder statesman of the Republican Party. The closest thing we have had to this, I think, is probably the glorification of the defeated traitors from the Civil War. Never mind that they committed treason against the United States of America and that they killed people in order to defend slavery and that, oh, by the way, they lost. They are still celebrated, as we today all know all too well. That is why if Trump is truly gone, and especially if he makes the slightest move towards a 2024 run, a special prosecutor, or maybe a couple dozen of them, must be appointed to prosecute him and every crook he has employed. If Trump does not quit early so Pence can pardon him, we can start with him, and then the Postmaster General, and then we can work backwards through the family and Bill Barr and all the rest. Because as sad-looking as the bubble of martyrdom might be from the outside here in the real world, on the inside it's fun and exciting and there's no pandemic and nothing but white people and lots of guns. And it will constitute the kind of mortal threat to this nation that makes the House-Senate split look like a disagreement over the color of the carpets in the Capitol. These people were born martyrs. They will just be doubling down on it. And do not think for a moment that this disease will just gradually fade. Like the ever-taller pedestals for the Confederacy, umbrage and martyrdom will grow through time. And the centerpieces, Trump, his sons, his daughter, his sycophants, they will all sharpen their vendettas. And the truth of this is to be found not in a Trump, nor in a politician, nor on a Twitter feed, but in James Robert Shockey. He was a baseball pitcher and a good one, Sailor Bob Shockey. He appeared in five World Series. He was a borderline Hall of Fame candidate, popular, successful. He pitched the first game at the brand-new Yankee Stadium in New York in 1923. The team made him manager in 1930. At the age of 39, he was taking over the most successful and famous franchise in sports. There you go. Yes, I was on the mute button. Thank you, Janice. Paul Manafort is his name. But let me back up 
it is imperative that the Democratic Party prosecute Donald Trump after he is out of office. It is imperative that whether or not he quits, steps down on the 19th, and Mike Pence pardons him on the 20th, we must prosecute Donald Trump in civil and in criminal state court. There are civil charges from Letitia James seems to be basically on paper. You can lie about a lot of things, but you can't lie about paper. The Deutsche Bank files and his application to Deutsche Bank and the one thing that you have to understand felons cannot run felons cannot run for president just like they can't carry guns just like they can't vote in many states but Donald Trump is a continuous threat and just like the people in Brazil he will hold on to his base now think about it he got 62 million votes in 16 he got 73 million in 2020 what does that say about 73 million people in America they're going nowhere you cannot reason with them you cannot bargain with them they do not care about empathy they do not care about sympathy so who are you going to try to bring together the best thing Democrats can do is build the legal wall build the fortress that protects democracy because they're coming for it I guarantee you they are coming for democracy the white nationalists the neo-nazis the Klansmen have infiltrated our society at every level, police, judicial, prosecutors, they are everywhere. It's kind of like the invasion of the body snatchers. And that's how they're growing. They are growing faster in Europe than they have been in the United States. They are everywhere. Military, doctors, lawyers. I saw a story where the IT manager is one of the, he was recruiting for the Proud Boys on college campuses. You have to 
understand this this special elections, these runoff elections that are happening in Georgia, that are happening in Georgia, seems to be the last bastion of hope to fight off fascism. Because right now, every Republican who is supporting Trump, who are too afraid to speak out against Trump, are fascists. Every Republican senator, every Republican congressman are fascists. And every Democrat should be in front of every camera saying it over and over and over. Use the word fascist. Use the word Nazi because that's what they were supporting. And the happiest person in the world right now is Vladimir Putin. Because he has succeeded in fracturing the United States of America with the help of his which is money laundering, Russian mob money, Donald Trump. Five one six 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 nine five one six. If you need to have a different opinion, if you need to contradict me, if you need to Give your own opinion. Give me a call. That's 516-666-9516. I'll be here waiting. David, where are you, David? 612, David. I haven't heard a damn thing from that clown. Although... He wouldn't last long. Uh, We have um, too many problems. And with every problem that Donald Trump has brought us, who was that I heard talking? They said when they first met Donald Trump, they met him, he had his entourage around with him and they were walking behind him and he said it was from it was from a mob movie and that's just how they acted Donald did the greeting and the hellos and nobody else said a word they were just standing there and they basically acted like a mob, the Sopranos. And that's what they've come to be. And just like the mob, they close, they close circle around. They circle the wagons around information and the truth. 
just like Donald Trump, he fired all of the cabinet heads and didn't bother about getting any more cabinet heads approved by the Senate. He just put acting cabinet heads in. Betsy DeVos, I think is only one who was given the goal by the Senate. And Joe Manchin voted for Betsy DeVos. If we win the two Senate seats in Georgia, we will have 50, they'll have 50, but they'll have the cloaked Joe Manchin, who has already gone on Fox News and said he's voting with the Republicans. Now, I think he's going to be up in West Virginia, but I don't think there's little a progressive Democrat that can beat him let alone a moderate Democrat, that can beat him. But I don't think Democrats should support him. I think he should be run out of the Senate because he's been lying about who he is. We know he's a blue dog. He is one of the last surviving blue dogs of Democratic conservatives. And even though he's in West Virginia and Donald Trump has killed the coal industry, not one coal, new coal plant has opened in the last four years, but it's basically closed down the coal industry. And now you just have thousands of them in the hills of West Virginia. And if you gathered all of them together, you couldn't get one set of teeth, a full mouth of teeth. The DNAs spill into each other because they're inbreeders. And I have no compunction about being, yeah, you're damn right I said it. They're inbred bigots. So when you get right down to it, did I say it? You're damn right I said it. 516-666-9516. Do me a favor. Give me a call. There's more that I can tell you about the inbreeders. West Virginia is nothing more than that. Stop worrying about what they think of you. Stop worrying about bringing the country together. You'll never get the country back together. This country will never It will always be this civil war because it's a civil cold war right now. And they are waiting for the word before they start shooting. Joe Biden 
and the Justice Department, they must very carefully, very carefully get rid of these right-wing militias. You have a right to to carry, to uh, bear arms. How about banning the assault weapons and regulating guns like cars? How about that? You can still have your gun, but you have to regulate it like a car. Ooh. <laughs> Five one six. Six 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 nine five one six. Let's go to the phones. Four three four. Welcome to the Alpha Show. Thank you for calling TruthWorks Network. You're welcome. My name's Khalil. Four three four. From Knoxville. My name's Khalil. Your name? Khalil. 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 Thank you for calling, Khalil. What's uh, on your mind? Um, I remember, um, back in the old times, not the old times, but back when Obama was president, how, um, people would say he was divisive, but yet, you know, Obama talked about personal responsibility and stuff and not blaming the white man for everything. And it's like, you know, why are you calling him divisive? Did you listen to any of his speeches? You know, and I was at this Obama event and um see they, they try to say they tried to say he was anti white and anti police because he called out racism and police misconduct. It was like he had to bend over backwards to not talk about this stuff. And I met someone that was undercover. It was an undercover um FBI agent at the event and she really liked Obama and it's like, what's the point in even saying that? And some of these people that be saying this stuff they're the same ones that oppose gun control. They're the same ones that um, they only like black people when it comes to us going against um, other minorities or going against our own people. And um, basically, uh, this person who was an FBI agent, they were sitting like in a third seat from me. They had on a jacket and they were writing stuff down. But um, they had no problem with Obama. And this was a black woman, too. Okay. Uh, I have no problem with Obama. I know. I have a feeling. I have no problem with Obama whatsoever. And I'll, I'll simply say this. After our history in this country, and you can go back uh, as... As much as, as far back as you want, when we talk about our problem was America has never been anything other than evil. Right. America has been anything other than great. It's been great for everybody else, but not for people of color. Not just black people, people of Hispanic heritage, people of Asian heritage. I mean what look at what look at what has happened when black people come out to vote. 
Right. Especially black women. The sitting president goes apoplectic, and he wants to cancel the votes, the illegal votes in Philadelphia, Detroit, Chicago, Milwaukee. You see, they've been suppressing our vote since we were free. And now all they have is a wave rolling over them because of their behavior. They've been suppressing the vote for a long time. And I think a lot of people have come to realize this. And their only problem is they they better hope that the uprising only wants equality and not revenge. So, what did you say your name was again? Khalil. Khalil, okay. I didn't want to say, I knew it was something like that. Well, Khalil, thank you for calling. Thank you for calling and join me. Join me again on a Friday night. We have uh, quite a few topics. I only have one topic, and that's it's you know we're we're experiencing right now. We are experiencing an attack on our democracy. Even though our democracy hasn't been good to us, we have to defend it because the alternative is fascism. And neither one of us want that. So, Khalil, thank you for your call, sir. Welcome. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. You too. That's quite a pleasant call. I thought it would be the other direction, but hopefully we will get more calls like that. 516 Six 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 nine five one six is the number that I can be reached. Now, as I would say, in every turn, at every opportunity, Republicans are setting up Joe Biden to fail. If you are setting the president up to fail, you are setting America up to fail. They won't share any information with him from the orders of the president. They won't share any of the COVID-19 information with him. He's trying to take he's trying to take uh, he's trying to take the credit for these vaccines, and neither one of the drug companies were involved in the 
what was the operation what operation fast track or operation Pfizer wasn't a part of it and the other drug company was not a part of warp speed operation but uh, there are 10 other drug companies I am sure that will eventually get there here is my problem Pfizer and what's the name Madero Moderno um, it's just in the back of my head. Both of those drug companies research was funded with American taxpayer dollars. They should not be allowed to make billions, if not trillions, off the research. This is one time when socialism should step up and take place with 30 million people having lost health care and there needs to be absolute the absolute um, it should be offered to everyone but on January 20th President-elect Joe Biden will take office and Joe Biden will implement the uh, what is it the PDA Act the the, um, EPA Act one of them but um, he will then put on fast track PPE, he'll put on fast-track testing, test tracing. We have a few more months to go with. Thank you, Janice. Mo Durham. Moderna. Moderna is the name of the other drug company. We have only a few more months to go because I think um, this will be largely available to quite a few people sometime in January. So all I can say is hold on. And don't look, 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 look. If you can't wait to see grandma and grandpa, to see mother and father, Thanksgiving, you'll be burying them on Christmas. So now you've got a choice. You have a real choice. And oh, by the way, I live here in a house with my son. And his wife. And they both had it. They both caught the virus because they are like bowling junkies. 
and they couldn't stay their ass out of bowling alleys. And um, so I've been in a virtual war keeping, I got Lysol, and every time I see them, I sell them, say ah, say ah. Spray that Lysol in them and tell them Trump told me to do it. I've got two granddaughters who have it, and now my daughter has it. I've had two granddaughters have it that have had it. One has twin little boys that are two years old. They both had it or have it. I'm in a frenzy keeping up with everyone and how and their health. My daughter just told me a couple of days ago that she tested positive. So now I'm in a worried state of mind. My ex-wife had it. And she's basically the matriarch of our family. A family of 12 grandchildren and 26 great-grandchildren. And right now it's it's basically bothering the hell out of me. But what bothers me more is the insidiousness of Donald J. Trump and these Republicans who have allowed this virus to run rampant in the country. Every state, I live in the state of Illinois. You can't go anywhere and the virus is not on the uptick because Donald Trump has been promoting the virus. He's been on the side of the virus ever since. Let's open everything back up. He was so worried about his Economy, where people were not going to restart his economy because of his negligence, and I got to tell you, I, I'm 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 being I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. He is he he should be charged with negligent homicide because he has created such a threat. Such a threat because he has been on the side of the virus. Who was that they just said got this? Let's see that most and, and, and now Donald Trump he's going back. Him and Mike Pence they're doing this. They are still campaigning. Why? <laughs> Why? Why are they still campaigning to raise money from the Ubers and the Rubes? Who are going to give them money? Donald Trump is going to collect this money, and he's going to collect enough money to pay off the $400 million. But the one thing I want him to be unable to rectify 
And that's wire fraud, mail fraud, insurance fraud, bank fraud, tax evasion, tax fraud. All of those are charges. And I also want him to be unable to evade the RICO Act because he and his family are operating as a as a criminal enterprise with the scam foundations with the scam trump stakes he should be locked up there's no getting around it if you don't lock him up He will return in 2024, and he's going to do it again. And this time, you won't stop him because he will find a new way to cheat. The Democrats should be putting everything they have into winning these two seats so Kamala Harris can be the deciding vote. And at least it would be in Democratic hands. And we can deal with Joe Manchin later. 516-666-9516. Let me go to the phones. 919, thank you for calling the Alpha Show. Welcome to Truth Works Network. Hey, Alpha, how you doing? This is uh, Tracy. Hey, Tracy. Long time listener, man. I hadn't uh, had a chance to talk to you in a while. And actually, I'm just listening today. Oh, okay. I saw your number come up, and I saw you had come up before we got on the air. There was um, a little glitch in their system. We double booked Yeah, I hadn't, show. I hadn't heard you in a while, man, and uh, love your show. And uh, definitely want to get your perspective on what's going on. Well, I think uh, I'll recap. Donald Trump should be uh, prosecuted, and convicted felons can't run. For president in 2024 He will He will go to jail He will not lose Any of his base or his support And there are If we don't stop him And his Sons And his daughter One of them will run And they will bring his base with them this four years yeah. cannot be cannot be pissed away with trying to bring the country together. The country will never be brought back together. We have been fighting a civil war, and it'll always be like that. So we just hmm. have to face the facts. The facts are simply: you always have a segment of our society that want to keep black, brown, 
and yellow people down. And you have to, you really have to look at it like, am I going to try to, Barack Obama tried to do that. He wanted everybody to like him. And don't get me wrong, I voted for Obama twice. I think he happens to be a very um, diplomatic person. He'd make a great Supreme Court judge because the one thing he has for good or bad uh, entrenched in his DNA is fair. And me, I'm just of another ilk. I want fairness, but there are people who I know don't like me, and I don't give a damn, and I don't like them. Right, right. So that's basically that's basically what's been that's what I've been talking about here this evening. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it seems like it, it, there's a lot of um, a lot of stuff we're aware of, but we can't do anything about it. You know, suppression of voters and all that. It seems like we know it's wrong, but yet it's still happening. And it's going to continue to happen because we can't seem to get out out of our own way. We, first of all, as you've seen, Donald Trump had 62 million people vote for him in 16. Now he's got 73 million. Right. But what encourages me is that Hillary Clinton had over 65 million. And now it's 80 million. There are more of us than there is of them. And we just simply must keep our base energized. We must keep our base angry. And that's what I've told everyone leading up to this election. You must stay politically angry. And for people yeah. of color, that's not difficult. That's not hard to do. <clears throat> yeah. One of the things I've noticed also is uh, I'm from I'm from, originally from Louisiana. I lived in North Carolina for a while, and I noticed that in both areas there are large uh, populations of of us, black folks. Right. But I don't right. think we know that. And I don't think if we knew it, we would – do something about it, a vote or whatever. Um, no, we know. So with with the gerrymandering and all that, it seems locally that seems to be where the Republicans are taking the power away, particularly in North Carolina where they have really messed that system up the last couple of years so far as gerrymandering is concerned. And same thing here in Louisiana for the most part. Well, you were in you were in Louisiana, and then you went to North Carolina. You right. Are, those are especially Louisiana, especially Louisiana. There is more. I would call it. I would call it African American ignorance, and I call it African American ignorance. 
Because they've been miseducated. I've been miseducated. I've never let my schooling get in the way of my education. So they're the same in North Carolina. In every southern state you go to and that you visit. I've been to North Carolina twice. I've been to Tennessee. Yeah. I've been to Alabama. And in every instance, I found a culture of subservient African Americans. Wow. And uh, wow. I often wondered, I often wondered why they seemed, and, and I have to admit, I, I admit, I was young, and at the time that I visited, and I would expect that they would have grown a lot more aware. I think there's a as segment, the segment yeah, I think there's a smaller segment of that's better educated the last. 20, 30 years, but we still have a large population that's, uh, uh, let's just say, don't give a damn, really. And uh, what I've really noticed, man, since traveling back and forth, is it's a it's an information drain. Certain news you don't get down here in Louisiana that you get in North Carolina that you don't get in other parts of the country. We're just literally deprived of information. Uh, Radio-wise, TV-wise, the whole nine yards. And that's the biggest thing I've noticed. We just don't get it. I mean, we just don't get the information that we should. The variety of information. Let me rephrase that. Well, you're you're absolutely right. And uh, I got to tell you, I was speaking with someone... I was speaking with someone I was thinking was late last night and he came up who are the richest African Americans in our country and Oprah and there were like three that weren't rappers. Everybody else was a rapper. Everybody else was a rapper. And these brand yeah, but uh, they, uh, they uh, they're not come on. Let's face it. <laughs> I'm 68. I'm not a. I'm not um, uh, overwhelmed. I'm not in love with rap. But that's the right, that's the name of the game. Yeah. I don't know about all that. I mean, well, I mean, I understand where you're coming from. Uh, but I, yeah. It just seems like it's less of it's less worker bees than it should be. I mean, there's a in the black community, the churches and the people on the ground, uh, people that's running for for the politics and all that kind of stuff. It's uh, it should be more. And there are people still grinding. I should say, I am seeing that. So, I mean, it's just going to well, take two more generations. In North Carolina, William Barber is from North Carolina, is he not? Yeah, uh, out of Durham, doing a damn good job. Yeah, yeah, he and 
You just got to Taking over the your, old uh, Go ahead, I'm sorry You just have to carry the message that, And you know yeah. you, Everybody's got to pick up the message And carry the message yeah. You got yeah. background noise going What's that now? You got background noise going? I hear a TV. Uh, or... I, yeah, yeah, I'll turn it up. I'm sorry. I apologize about that. I thought you couldn't hear it. <clears throat> there you go. There you go. But that's that's basically where we are. This is this is a new there are so many so many uh, vehicles of information that can be used to reach the under underinformed. Let me put it like that, because you have so yeah. many people who are underinformed, and that that's seems a, that's to a be a problem. Getting information to people. And if you are speaking the truth, this should not be a problem. The only problem will come when someone in your community will basically try to bring you down for bringing the truth to the community. Because it always happens. Yeah. Okay. One other issue I wanted to ask you was um, why have they allowed Trump to get away with this charade he's going through? I mean, we all know the end game. Uh, Well, basically, he's going to. But, you know, is it drama? Is Is he deleting files and. Buying time to help himself out with this lawsuit he's going to face later on, or is he just a dumbass? I should say. Well, basically, yes. But see, the one thing he is trying to do now, he is trying to get Republican legislators, the states where that are controlled by Republican legislators, he is trying to get them not to certify the people's vote. He's basically looking to disenfranchise people in Detroit, Milwaukee. But that failed, apparently. I think that failed today. Yeah. In Michigan, I think that failed. The folks are here. Well, Georgia's going to fall, too. They're going to fall. What he wants to do, you see, it's a time-buying system. If he can buy enough time and get enough states not to certify the votes and come December 8th, it would throw it to the House. Mm-hmm. Republicans yeah. hold a three-state advantage in the House. And they would vote yeah. for Donald Trump and he would remain, he would remain <clears throat> president. However, he has to. He has a problem, yeah, and that problem is he don't have it first. Yeah, yeah right. you don't. You got, 
he's got to get this people to not just certify yeah. the state. And, you know, exactly. they're going to go against the will of the people? No, not, not now. I mean, they could do that back in 1700s. Yeah, they can't do it now, though. Right, right. And, um, but he's going to try it. He, he's going to, and he, they will try it. The two people who went to the White House today, they are basically hit with a tsunami of threats, coercion. Uh, I can tell you how many of their kids they're going to kill. <laughs> That's what they do. Yeah. That's who they are. Yeah. And what I try yeah. to... What I try to tell people who listen to me is simply this. Republicans never go home. They never stop. They keep coming one after another in one way or another. They Hmm. never stop. Now, we just voted Biden in the president. Did they stop? No. He's refusing to leave. He's telling lies, and he has an entire political party who's willing to back him up, and that's Mm. what they're doing. And you have Republicans who, instead of saying uh, Joe Biden is president-elect, they're afraid to say it because they're afraid that Trump is going to tweet about it. And these are the The, people uh, who... Biden is looking to make friends with, who looking to bring together. You're not going to bring this country together, and they need to stop that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It, it if socialism yeah. is what they fear, if socialism, socialism is what they fear, and, which is they've been saying that. Crap since the communist stuff back in uh, what is it McCarthy days, right? And all that kind right. of it's the same. It's the same old song and dance basically. But here again, like you said earlier, it's, it's lack of information or a lack of information. Lack of readability. Well, or I should say, the lazy, got... lazy Americans who don't read. Let's put it that way. I mean, if you just do some research, you'd find some stuff out. Well, you find some stuff out, but that's not that's not the stuff that they want to find out. We have 60, 60 programs in our society that are socialist programs. So yeah, capitalism okay. capitalism can't exist without socialism, but socialism a- can exist without capitalism. Yeah, well, it doesn't. Yeah, okay, but it doesn't end well. Uh, and when they scream cap, when they scream socialism, what about corporate socialism? Yeah, what about the, the socialism yeah. for the farm for right. the agriculture? What about the socialism of the, uh, the military? Yeah, police departments, fire departments. Yeah, but police, police departments, fire departments. Those are socialist programs. The military, that's a socialist program. 
Yeah, everything the NFL and the NBA is, are giving folks thanks for at the Pledge of Allegiance uh, for each game is basically a socialist program. And, you know, yeah. Well, so. building, building their stadiums is dead. <laughs> they right. they always right. want yeah. the government money to build their stadium. Just right. like you've got Pfizer and Moderna uh, with this vaccine. Their money comes from the government. The government is the foundation that and the base that basically funds their research. And now they're looking to make billions, if not trillions, off of a vaccine to save mankind. Hmm. It's fixing the socialism it's, it's, uh, or kickback. It's just I think that funding for that wall was a big kickback for Trump as well. Once he passed that stuff, whoever those contractors were, man, I think we're going to get a hell of a contra- uh, kickback from that. Right, but, uh, right. Right, so... Anyway, um, hmm. the, the 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 issue with the race issue, well, we have to do what South Africa did to actually sit down at the table and talk about what's really happening. Or are we so far away? Well, the blacks in Africa had had more power. That's one thing. Well, the blacks uh, in Africa had to more make numbers. Happen. They had more numbers. That's what happened. Right, exactly. They had more yeah. numbers. And so the, the swell of uprising was basically about to overtake the entire country. So they took they all to of the money and resources that they could to keep as much power that they could. And basically... So was this- Handed it over to Black Rule. So with this Trump issue, I mean, I know it's, it's just—I mean, Obama, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, Kamala in the as the vice president, I mean, the issue is still here. We're going to have to address this some kind of way. Uh, are we, are we as in Americans? Are we? Will we be able to do that? Should we do? I shouldn't say should we do that. Well, I mean, we should, but uh, that doesn't seem like. Well, you were right the first time. You were right the first time. Will we be able to do it? And my answer to you is no. There will be an attempt to do it. We have gotten. We will get one step further in doing it. But although we don't have the numbers like the. Although we don't have the sheer numbers like the Africans did, uh, you would assume that we would learn from history. We have enough intelligence to do it, but I guess intelligence doesn't match numbers, and we can't come to the table because of that. I mean, no, we we can't come to the table because our system is not set up like the African system. Our system is. Set up with a two-party system. You've never seen a third party okay. win a damn thing. A third party, yeah. the Green Party, has never won a damn thing. But they're here every four years, and they're here yeah. every four years to make sure that 
The one that's the party in like the minority party, minority support will not overtake the minority white party. See, the Democratic Party, there is more of us than there is of them. But the third party is here to make sure that the more of us don't overrun the most of them. And they are helped by uh, gerrymandering, voter suppression, and just flat-out lying. They have the money on their side, and that's who they are. Yeah. Yeah. That's who they are. Well, Tracy, uh, I want to thank you for calling. And uh, you're right, it's been a while. So uh, I would hope that you would, you, you would join me on Fridays. And don't forget uh, Janice Graham. Our common yeah, ground tomorrow. Right. That Houston, will be tomorrow. There was, from, uh, there was a lady from Houston that you guys used to, to deal with. Uh, yes, India Declare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to see. It's, it's been a minute. Her and there was another cat out of Florida for a minute. It must have been about yeah, five that years was, ago, man. I was really listening to you guys. Uh, the guy out of Florida, uh, Andre Eglishan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he he passed. Oh wow! And Lee Michaels, Lee Michaels is in. Lee. Is in. He's back in Vegas now. He just left. Okay. Um, he just left uh, L.A. He's okay. He does. Uh, he does. Basically, uh, internet radio, just like this. Okay. And it was this and brother out of California. Uh, this, this cat out of California that, that did a lot of stuff as well. Um, uh, frat brother, not my frat brother, but he's an alpha, I believe. Uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a nice program, man. It's well, you nice can catch up with Janice Graham. Janice Graham of Our Definitely. Common Ground tomorrow night mm-hmm. at uh, 10 o'clock Eastern here at Blog Talk Radio. Uh, right, right, are right, you, right. are you in Facebook? Yeah, yeah, I got you on Facebook and uh, I got to get reconnected and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. I've just been busy yeah, well, with that. Well, pick up Janice Graham on uh, Saturday nights. Because I'm there Definitely too. Will. She's actually, she's actually the CEO of TruthWorks Network. Well, thanks a lot, right, right, I right. got to close hey, this man. up, man. All right. Thank hey, you man. for calling. No Take care. All right. Bye, bye. All right. Later, man. Oh, Brother Tracy, it's been a while. He's right. It's been a while. Look, I had a little rough start. About a half hour, 32, 33 minutes, locked off my time because of a double booking. <laughs> but um, we'll make sure that don't happen again. And I just want everybody to understand 
that we must prosecute Donald Trump, make him a felon, and he won't be able to run. Make his children felons, and they won't be able to run. So, I'll um, sign this out. When injustice becomes law, resistance becomes duty. This has been another exciting episode of the Alpha Show. We appreciate your listenership. Thank you for joining us at TruthWorks Network, the Alpha Show. Join us next Wednesday, 10 p.m. That's where we are. And that's why it's almost the bewitching hour. It's almost checkmate. It's almost that time. The time is of no return. It's almost the time when we won't be able to recover because recovery simply will not be in the cards for us. We cannot, I repeat, we cannot continue down this road because this road is headed for the ultimate dead end. Everybody thinks we're wrong. Who are they to judge us? Mother, mother, simply call the sweet where I hang on. Mother, mother, ooh.